What is going down, Fanshees? Welcome back. It is welcome to Banshee time, y'all. I'm your host, Don Mega, joined as always with Lynx. What up, man? What's going on, Donnie? How you been, buddy? I have been, and uh, we put a, a rush on this episode right here tonight. Uh, by popular demand on the Twitter sphere, uh, we are actually recording this Friday night, literally a couple hours after the latest episode of Banshee just aired. It's episode seven of this current season four. And uh, I mean, I'm on the West Coast, so I don't even get to see the show till 10 o'clock my time. And right around, I don't know, seven or eight o'clock my time, I start seeing these tweets popping up from everybody who watches on the East Coast. And we start getting all these tweets saying, where's Welcome to Banshee? I need to hear this episode. I need to hear what these guys got to say about this. This shit was crazy. And I'm like, man, what the hell happened tonight on Banshee? We got to talk about, like, this is crazy. So, uh, I, I mean, we were out to dinner. I'm in Indianapolis right now for the Grand Prix. And, you know, I'm, you know, my wife was yelling at me for 20 minutes about, you know, I kept going on the phone because my notifications were going bananas. <laughs> I'm like, what am I missing? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So, like, you know, so on top of that, you know, we, we basically, like I said, we put a rush on it. We usually record the show on Saturday nights, and uh, we take our time kind of watching. And uh, But tonight, due to, like I said, the popular demand, me and you both jumped on the episode, we watched it, we banged it out, and we said, all right, let's get this show pumped out Friday night, get it out to the masses, and uh, we're going to do it, we're going to talk about it. So, yeah, well, like like we said last week, man, we're on crunch time, so we're talking about Season 4, Episode 7. Tonight's episode was Truths Other Than The Ones You Tell Yourself. That's a tongue twister of a title right there. Uh, I I was like, Don's going to have a hard time with that one. I know he's going to nail it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a big one. Um, but yeah, so we, we get, we are literally down to our final two episodes. So let's get cracking. Um, we once again, of course, as Banshee likes to do, start off with a bang. Uh, we, we start off seeing our girl cruise, our dirty little cop. Um, looking Very in the mirror, <laughs> look, looking in the mirror, she's all cut up, she's bleeding, she's trying to clean herself up, uh, and it, it shows the flashback to the fight with, you know, Carrie last week, and, um, she jumps in the shower, you know, and, and thank you, Cinemax, once again, for always yep. hooking us up, and, uh, dude, they're yeah. great, I mean, uh, I give a, I, I rate them an A+. Plus, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, so she she gets in the shower, and um, and then Burton shows up. And you're like, oh, shit. And she's like, what the fuck do you want? And he just opens the door and obviously stabs her, does whatever, and the blood squirts on the shower door. And then, Banshee. <laughs> Intro. Like, I'm like, here wanna, we go. I want to know where Burton was hiding in the <laughs> shower before she got in because he was in the shower when she turned around. He wasn't wet or anything. <laughs> was like, he wasn't in the shower. He was outside the door. 
Was he outside the door? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Okay, when I was watching, maybe it was like a weird camera angle, but it just looked like he was in there with her. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> he was outside the door. Like, she turned around and did the whole mist thing. Like, squeak, squeak, squeak. Oh, look, there he is standing on the other side of the glass. Oh, so. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but you know we we knew what was up once we saw Burton standing there I mean you know she failed she failed to take out Carrie and Proctor doesn't go for that shit Proctor would be a horrible baseball coach <laughs> yeah you, wouldn't, you would not want to play for him <laughs> so like I said then we go into our opening theme uh, ooh, excuse me it is uh, late for both of us right now so excuse my yawns yeah, if you uh, catch me here yeah yep I mean, let's get the disclaimers out of the way. Don's pretty tired. I'm pretty tired, and I'm in Indianapolis on, on my MacBook here. And Don's uh, Don's doing the uh, recording when I normally do. So if I sound a little bit weird, it's because of that. <laughs> Just it out we there. do, we do, what we do. Yeah, we're um, we're, you know, we're doing this early for you guys. Yeah. So um, you know, then we see Carrie talking with her shrink again. Um, I'll tell you one of my biggest beefs with this season is the whole Carrie and her shrink. I, I just don't care. Uh, every time it goes to the scene of her sitting there talking to this dude, I'm just like, I don't give a shit. I know. It, it just, it's so stupid to me. Like, I don't care. And then, like, we get the little added twist this week of him being like, okay, I'm not your shrink right now. I'm off the clock. And I'm gonna tell you, go finish it. Go finish what you started. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Who cares? This is dumb. Okay. <laughs> so, I I got such a douchey, uh, Rocky vibe from that. Like it was Mickey telling Rocky, "Go do it, Rock." <laughs> like I'm like, I'm like, this entire season with the shrink has led up to that moment. Oh, what a payoff! Like <laughs> he's a cool shrink. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So, whatever. We move on. Uh, we see uh, Proctor and Burton. They find a truck. Uh, they get into the truck and it's empty and there's a bunch of bodies laying in it and uh, basically all their drugs have been stolen. Uh, there's one guy kind of alive still in the back of the truck. Proctor's kind of saying, you know, what happened here? Where the hell's my drugs? And uh, the guy's like, they took them, they took all of it. And Proctor opens his shirt up and he's got a swastika basically carved in his chest. Um, so you see the Brotherhood is taking over here, just like uh, Chris Coy said that they were going to be doing starting last week. So, um, you know, we see that it's on, right? Yeah, I mean, at first, did you think that was Carrie until you seen the swastika? No, I, I knew it was the Brotherhood. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I had a feeling too, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, uh, I'm like, you know, Carrie would have burned all the drugs down not taken them, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the whole truck would have just been blown up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so then we uh, go to uh, Hood and Brock. They're trying to figure out where the hell uh, Elijah Dushku went. They're trying to lock her, you know, find her, find her whereabouts. Uh, they go to the bar and they meet up with Job and uh, Sugar. And uh, this was a really cool scene because we get yes. old Job back and and just his chemistry with with Sugar and with his interaction with Hood. It was like old school style, you know, like Hood's like, I need your help. We need to, you know, find out who. who they're basically trying to track and trace the phone number off of the cell phone of the chick that, that set herself on fire. 
and uh you know of course you know brock is like my people are working on it and we'll get the records back in a couple weeks and <laughs> it's like she's gonna be dead by then like let job do it and uh that that whole scene just cracked me up because i liked even when job tracked down the phone number brock is like i'll take it from here and give it to my people and job's like bitch please like this shit's already done <laughs> like, i know he did so quickly he was so cocked man i i, I love the scene and how he treated brock you know <laughs> that was funny <laughs> yeah it was it was great and then even you could even see like we got kind of like old school sugar back too in in this scene which was really awesome you know him even like telling joe like you know it's nice to have you back <laughs> you know like it was it was really really cool yeah, he was like, where's my computer? It's right where you left it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a really, really cool scene. I was so happy to get old school Joe back. Uh, and we'll get some more of him later. Uh, but uh, then we go over and we catch back up with Elijah Dushku, who is, you know, tied up in that, like, basement in the fire pit or whatever kind of thing. And she escapes. She gets her hands out of it. She unties her legs. And then the trap door kind of opens, and the, our devil Bodhi dude is standing there, and uh, she tries to slap him down. He beats her down, and uh, yeah, so she we think maybe she might get out. Nope, he beats her down, and uh, that is that. <laughs> so she she gets tied back up. Um, this what, was what? What's up? <laughs> I was just thinking, like, what did you think about her getting loose from that, those ropes? I thought it was fine. I would have liked if she could have got like maybe halfway out of the house before she got caught again. <laughs> I, I just I didn't like like the immediate just like bitch slap and then she's like caught again. You know, like I would have liked to her, her to at least try to get away a little bit. That that's kind of how how I felt when I watched. It. I was like, well, what was the point of having? Yeah. <laughs> you know, awesome. She can make her wrist really small. Um, maybe, maybe that's going to come into, uh, uh, you know, whatever later, I don't know, but, uh, she didn't get far at all. <laughs> yeah. No. Or, and apparently, you know, this dude, uh, Bo uh, Bo um, Bodhi has the worst timing in the world. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, I love this next scene we get. Well, I loved it and I hated it. So so we go to uh, the Brotherhood coming back to their little sanctuary kind of spot. And uh, they come walking in. And who's sitting there waiting for him? None other than our boy Burton. And he's chilling and he's waiting. And uh, they're like, what the hell you want? And he's like, my employer would like to talk to you. <laughs> and they're like, Fuck. they're like, fuck that shit. And of course, there's, and there's like 15 of them. And then, and then, uh, they're like, you need to get the hell out of here and tell your employer we don't give a shit, <laughs> you know? And then he's like, takes his glasses off and you're like, oh shit, oh shit, the glasses off, right? And, uh, yeah, I he's guess like, so. oh, okay. You know, he's like, I, I will let him know. And then he picks up the chair, smashes it over the main dude. And then pissing me the hell off, the camera does a 360 spin around. So <laughs> all you hear is like, push, push, push. And then by the time the camera pans back around, Burton's just standing there and everybody else on the ground fucking dead or hurt. 
And I'm like, come on, man. Because if there's one thing we know about Banshee and we love about Banshee is how incredible the fight scenes are. And all I've been waiting for all season was for Burton to take the goddamn glasses off and see him whoop some ass. And fucking, I got nothing but sound effects. I was very disappointed. The only thing we got were glasses coming off. Yep. So I guess Banshee's at the point now where if glasses come off, just expect Burton's going to do what he's going to do. And I, and I was listening. I, I, I rewound it once just to listen to the sound effects as it went around. And I hated it even more the second time because mm-hmm. I swear I heard an egg being thrown against the wall. <laughs> I am I am totally... A hundred percent, you know, <laughs> it was an egg. Somebody threw against the wall for sound effect, I swear. <laughs> but yeah, you know, they come back and Burton's holding two legs of a lethal chair, a wooden chair, and everybody's just, you know, stabbed to death with it, I guess, on, on the ground, you know, and Burton's, I mean, he's got some blood on him. Well, he's got, a, he had a lot of blood on him. His back yeah. looked like it had glass all in it. Like, I mean, yeah. he definitely got attacked, but it just... I've been waiting all season to see a good Burton yeah. fight, and I thought this is where we're going to get to see a really big beatdown. And I just don't understand why they chose to do the 360 spin and not let us see it. Yeah. And if you think about it now, that's two fights and like 14 dead bodies that we've seen Burton not do right. in this episode already. Exactly. You know, it's like I always hark back to him. And uh, what's her face in season three? Nola. Nola. You know, Nola. like one of the yeah. best fight scenes I've ever seen in my life. So Hello. it's like it's not like the dude can't pull off a fight scene. So I don't know why it's like they feel like they need to like cover up for him for some reason or something. Like yeah, they feel it's, it's like better in mystery. I'm like, no, it's not. Show me him kicking some ass. I mean, I guess they look at it this way: like, oh, okay, every time Burton gets the better of somebody or takes the glasses off, somebody's going to die, and Burton's going to come out of it on top every time. So, just to, just figure it, it happened this time too. Let's move on. We only have eight episodes. I guess they're telling us. <laughs> okay. So, well, we go back to uh, the serial killer's house, the Bodie's house. Elijah Dushku's strapped up to a table. And he's giving her some more mumbo-jumbo. It is what it is. We'll move on from there. Uh, we get a really crazy scene where Calvin uh, is is in the bathroom, and he's kind of starting to stress out. And he's... Was he talking to his wife? Like, who was he talking to in the mirror? That he was like, oh, you son of a bitch. I'm going to fucking find you. I'm going to get you. I, like, I mean, I took it at him yelling at uh, at his wife and about his wife at the yeah, same time. that's what I felt like it was. Um so yeah, so he's kind of going crazy um, in the mirror, and then his boss walks in, and he's like, Calvin, like, are you okay? Like, what what's going on? And Calvin <laughs> rips his shirt open, exposing all his little KKK tattoos, and uh, his boss is like, whoa, like, that that's crazy, and Calvin just snaps <laughs> and, like, beats this dude, like, throws him into the mirror, knocks him on the ground, continues to punch him over and over and over again, and blood get <laughs> kills the dude like for like no reason and then like is walking down his office corridor without a shirt and is just like got blood on him and uh, everybody's like what the fuck so yeah calvin's uh lost it a little bit at this point 
Yeah, I mean, Calvin didn't hold anything back throughout this entire scene, and now everybody knows who he truly is, right? Mm-hmm. Especially his boss, but he, he yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was like wrong place, wrong time, you yeah. know? Yeah, no, totally. So, crazy, crazy. Uh, and this time it wasn't a dream. Remember we got that scene in, like, the first episode yeah. of the season when he, like, killed his boss, and then it turned out to just be a dream? <laughs> Yep, yep. So, and and I think I remember you saying, and the, and this lunatic is actually crazy enough to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was real at first, uh, but we got funny. the real one. <laughs> so we go back to Brock and Hood, uh, who have now found located the house uh, where Elijah Dushku was, you know, taken. And uh, I love when uh, Hood just kicked the front door open. Yeah, and, and Brock is like, <laughs> he's he like, just shakes his head sideways, like, yeah, it's hood. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. he's like, it was open. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. I knew he was gonna say that too. And uh, so they're going around the house, they're trying to find what's going on. They can't find nobody, uh, but Hood finds um, her business card on the floor, so they do know that she was there. Um, he finds a basement, and they go down, and you're thinking like. At the same time, they're kind of flashing back to Bodhi and Elijah Dushku talking, and then, you know, he's getting drinks ready and stuff, and she's like, oh, you expecting company? And he's like, yep. And uh, and then Hood and Brock are coming down the stairs, and they're going down the hallway, and you're like, oh, okay, they're going to find this dude, here we go. And they do this kind of psych-out scene where Hood and Brock open up the door, and then Bodhi opens up the door from the other side, and they're not in the same spot. So, um, it's, uh, Bodhi's girlfriend on the other side of the door, and then she comes in, and you're like, well, what the hell, where the hell are they, <laughs> right? Like, I was like, where the fuck, yeah. like, if they're, if it's not in this basement, like, where the hell are they? Because you know they're at that house. So, um, so they end up leaving, Brock and, uh, Hood, they end up leaving, and then Hood notices the garage. So they walk over to the garage, and they spot Elijah Dushku's car in the garage. So they go in there, they're checking it out, and, um, all of a sudden, Brock gets knocked out. And you're like, what the hell? Um, it w- which was kind of weird, because I felt like he just got knocked out out of nowhere. Especially for Hood to not notice somebody. Well, I mean, this dude's half Batman, remember? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he that was it wasn't that was that's Bodie though. This wasn't Bodie in the garage. It wasn't. No, it was um, it was the um, plastic surgeon. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, so he he comes out of nowhere. So then Brock gets knocked out, and then Hood's like, Brock, like what the hell? And he pulls out his gun. He's looking, and then Hood gets knocked out, and then the camera pans over, and it's the plastic surgeon dude, the guy that that Hood stole his camera from him, yeah, like him and. Yeah, so, so then they're knocked out. Um, we get a little side scene of Carrie um, talking to the corrupt district attorney uh, that's been working for Proctor, and she's kind of like strangling him, and she's like, "You son of a bitch! Like, why are you doing this for him?" And he's like, "He threatened me, and he threatened my family." And she's like, "Don't do it. Grab your family and get the hell out of Banshee." And she leaves him alone. Um, then we get a really cool scene. We go back to Brock and Hood waking up, and they've been from where they've been knocked out, and they're both handcuffed to like, you know, like a pipe, and uh, they can't they can't get their way out. So they're sitting there and they're talking, and Brock just is like, you know, he's like, "Who the hell are you?" You know, <laughs> like just just who the hell are you, man? Like you're just such a character. You're so weird. Like you don't follow shit. Like who the fuck are you? 
and, uh, he, you know, Hood's kind of like, come on, dude, this isn't the time, I don't want to get into this shit with you, and Brock keeps pushing on him, and this is where we get the scene that I talked about on last week's show, where you saw in the preview, where he's going, I'm not Lucas Hood, and I was like, where the hell is that scene going to come into play? Well, yeah. it came into play here, um, you know, he, he finally freaks out, and he tells Brock, you know, I'm not Lucas Hood, it's a sham, and he tells Brock his whole story, you know, he talks about, like, you know, I'm just this dude, I'm a, I'm a fucking thief, I, I steal stuff, I went to prison, I got out, <laughs> you know, I went looking for Carrie, and, uh, you know, I, real Lucas Hood's dead, I took his identity, I put the badge on, and it was really cool to hear him kind of, like, tell the story, now that we're four seasons in, to hear it from his perspective, and how yeah. he, he talks about, you know, like, I put that badge on, and I put it on every single day, and I did the job, and he's like, you know what, I liked it, I really loved putting that badge on every day, and I just psyched myself out, the lies became too much, and I became, you know, I thought I was a cop, <laughs> and I, you know, he's like, it consumed me, and then you just see the disappointment in Brock's face, because he's like, what the fuck, am I hearing right now, you know, uh, how... Yeah, like he goes, I'm, yeah, like, I'm a deputy to a convict. <laughs> you know, he was like, "What the hell?" I mean, he snapped at Hood right away. He was, he, you know, because he when when Hood said, "I liked being a cop," and he snapped. He's like, "You were never a cop." Yeah, <laughs> you were never a cop. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I killed for, I killed for you, and he's like, you killed for you. I just showed you how to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, th- it, I thought that was an awesome uh, line to give back to him, you know. And you know, it pretty much stopped Brock dead in his tracks of starting to yell and hood about the whole thing and that's when he was like i can't believe i was a deputy to a convict and yeah. just got, hit his head against the pipes <laughs> yeah he, he asked him if he knew if uh siobhan knew and he was like towards the end <laughs> so you know and then they just it was just a really really cool scene to have it all kind of come out for brock you know i mean these are two characters that i didn't i never even thought about brock ever finding out really the truth before the end of the season so it was kind of uh, it was kind of unique, and honestly, like I, it's very unexpected from Brock's side, and, and who knows, maybe this is something we'll get into next week. But I felt like the kind of guy Brock is, and he's so by the book. Like I'm surprised we got through the rest of this episode without Brock being like, you know, I got to take you in for this, right? <laughs> you know, like like I I feel like he'd want to take you know, Lucas down at this point, you know, now that he knows and, you know, he knows he's this criminal and he pretended to be a cop for so many years. I just don't see Brock letting that slide, but maybe he will. Well, but... Brock, I mean, well, Brock did participate in two. True. <laughs> so maybe he doesn't want that stuff to come up. Yeah, I think it, it would be in Brock's best interest not to bring up the fact. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, what I did like, too, is that right at the moment, so Brock goes, so if you're not Lucas Hood, what's your real name? And I'm like, oh, shit, here it I comes. So and, then, <laughs> and then the door opens, and the fucking uh, plastic surgeon dude walks in, and I'm like, ah, they ruined it again. They were totally spoiled where the real name was going to come into play. Uh, I, I even yelled, you goddamn godsuckers. No! <laughs> Go yep. back out of the room. <laughs> it was coming, but uh, almost, so it gets it, get, it gets interrupted, and then we get Bodie and the plastic surgeon come in. Bodie's like, you know, hey Brock, nice to see you again. And then he was like, you know, good luck to you guys, have fun, you know, getting basically 
becoming tortured as the plastic surgeon dude pulls out his little bag uh, of his looking like straight out the movie Hostel, you know, with all his little tools and everything, getting ready to, um, you know, cut these guys up. And uh, Lucas is able to grab the guy and put him in like a leg choke. And um, the, then we go back to the ritual. They're starting to get ready to uh, cut Eliza Dushku up. Uh, and then Hood and Brock show up, right? The nick of time. They come through the door, start taking everybody out. Um, and then uh, Hood starts beating the crap out of Bodie. Bodie's like, you can't hurt me. I'm invincible. He'll never let you hurt me. And he starts beating him the fuck down and yeah. just smashing him with, like, a stick. And uh, he pretty much was going to kill him. And then uh, Elijah Dushku grabbed her gun, and she's like, Hood, move. And then she shoots him in the head, and I was like, oh, crap. So, yeah, so it was uh, pretty intense there. You see that she, she was like, uh, th- this is my shit right here, you know, for what this guy did to me. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, so very cool. So they finally stopped this dude. I was actually pretty shocked that they caught the guy and killed him in this episode because we still got one more episode to go, and I really thought they were going to milk this one to the to the very well, end. Well, I mean, before we go any further, I just want to make, uh, like, two points real quick about this whole scene and how it, it started and ended, right? Not a whole lot of filler in the middle. But um, remember when uh, Brock uh, stopped Bunker from, you know, uh, sniper rifling uh, Watts a couple episodes ago because he had a GPS in his cop car? Now, wouldn't Elijah Dushku have a GPS in her FBI cop car? No, because she probably had a rental car because she doesn't live in Manji. I mean, it really looked like a type of a cop car, though. I mean, it was like a Capri Chevy. Yeah, I don't know. It, nah, it, it looked like it didn't a, look like a cop car to me. It didn't look like an FBI car to you. No, I, I think she just had a rental car. Fair enough. Okay, and then um, uh, the one other thing uh, I, I just wanted to bring up um, was, um, you know what? Uh, it after that you know you totally uh kind of deflated me with the whole cop car gps thing let's just move on (laughs) (laughs) because maybe you know the other thing i was going to say i'm thinking about now it's ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) moving on (laughs) we know what happened (laughs) all right well uh and then so like i said bodie's dead they got him on the stretcher proctor shows up he looks at Hood and he says, so this is the guy that killed Rebecca? And he's like, yep. And then he just tells Hood, thanks, you know, for, for taking care of it. I actually thought Proctor was going to actually get pissed because remember he, before he was like, bring him to me. You know, like, don't kill him. Bring him to me. I need to, you know, I want to make this guy pay. And then so when he saw he was dead, I thought he was going to be pretty pissed. But um, he was actually, I think he finally got a little bit of peace uh, by seeing that the dude was taken out. So. Among all the other things he's done throughout the season. <laughs> yeah. um, and then we get an excellent, excellent scene. We, You predicted this would happen last episode, but we get it this episode. I forget yep. what this guy's name is, but it's our Leo. dude, Leo. So it's it's our little hacker dude that, that took Job at the end of last season, the guy that helped you know kind of get Job back, but then stole the money and took off. Uh, we see Leo come home. He's got this big security system. He, he locks it back up. He sits down at his computer, and he's trying to log in, and it keeps telling him that his login's incorrect. And he's like, what the hell? And then uh, you, 
you just hear Job's voice, and and on the TV screens was like an animated picture <laughs> of Job, like all in makeup and everything. I was just like, oh my yeah. god, this is so great. And uh, and once again, Job is just back. He's just so back at this point, and he's yep. sitting there with a gun. He's in that you know he's in this full makeup, and he's just like, what's going on there? You know, like you didn't think I'd find you and. And the guy, of course, Leo's like, what do you want, man? I got money. I got lots of it. And he's like, oh, that's my money, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. he's like, you I love how to... he was like, yeah, you got money. 23,000 or, or a million over here. Yeah. You got a couple Shit million over the there. Islands. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. He, was, he was all like, I got that. So don't worry about it. And, uh. And so he, he gets up in uh, Leo's face, he puts the gun right to his forehead, and then he takes it away, and, and he's like, you're not going to kill me? And he's like, nah, I'm not going to kill you. He was like, you know, because oh yeah, cause Leo's like, what do you want? And he's like, I want 20 months of my life fucking back. And he's like, but you can't give that to me. So he's like, so me killing you is not going to give that back to me. So, you know. I did a little something, and basically he puts Leo back in front of his computer, and you just start seeing a bunch of files showing up and all kinds of stuff, and he starts to explain to Leo, like, congratulations, you're Job now. He was like, I've I've attached you to everything I've ever done, every hack, every dollar I've stolen, everything I've ever done. He's like, your picture and fingerprints will show up to it now. So he's like, so congratulations! I just made your punk ass famous. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like, and I, you know, I would keep an eye out for the Ukrainian mafia. They'll probably be looking for you soon. <laughs> yeah, it just it was it was, it was awesome. He just basically framed his ass for everything he's ever done, and uh, to get the heat off of him. And he's like, he's like, and I'm sure they'll probably find you a lot faster than they'd ever find me. Yeah. And he starts to walk out, and he goes. Have a nice short life, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Line of the show. Line Go of the show once again. again. Have a nice short life, motherfucker. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then, of course, Leo's like, Job, you can't do this to me, Job. So I'm like, this like, is great. Fuck you, asshole. You're lucky you're alive. Exactly. You should be. <laughs> so very, very cool. Uh, awesome, awesome scene. So cool. I loved it. Job is just on fire. If I can ask cinemax to do anything i want a job spinoff show out of this you know like like i would love so much if they came out and they were just like guess what banshee <laughs> like we're gonna do a job after show and they just they not after show but they just do a spinoff show with job uh you know like job going away going to another town by himself and just doing hacking and doing all kinds of cool shit i would so love to watch that show um, but, but would it be called job he's not job anymore now uh, he'd still be Job in all essence, yeah, know. you know. It's just a cover, <laughs> yeah, but but I would it. love I would love to see something like that. It'd be really really cool. Um, yeah, the Job and Sugar. Uh, I would love to see a Job and Sugar show, but if it was Sugar is involved, it would have to stay in Banshee, and I think they want to do something outside of Banshee. So I don't yeah, know if she, it, unless it Sugar goes with them. because you'd have special guest, uh, you know. No, because you can't you can't keep it in Banshee if you're going to end the show with Banshee. Like it's just then then you just might as well continue Banshee at that point. You'd have to do a full spin-off and get him out of that town, which is something that he's always wanted to do anyway. He hates fucking Banshee. So he's not yeah, going to stick true. around, but maybe yeah. maybe Sugar can come along with him for the ride. So I'm that you know, I, I yeah. I've always wanted the Sugar and Job show. So, um, the Job and Sugar show on the road. <laughs> 
so then we kind of go back. We're kind of getting to the end of the episode. We see Elijah Dushku kind of tripping out. She's sitting in the corner and she's crying. And then she's smashing the fucking table that she was strapped up to. And then she starts smoking some crack. And then she's like, ah. And then Banshee. So she's obviously having a very hard time. Uh, when we come back from the Banshee thing with our little after credit scene, we just see the body of Bodie in the morgue, and the camera pans over to him, and, and it just ends. Um, Thank God. I was thinking for a fucking second, I'm like, if his fucking eyes open, yes, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I thought to myself real quick, if his freaking eyes open, I'm calling Don. I said, yo, dude, it was a lot of fun. Fuck this show. (laughs) There's no zombie. I know. I was like, they're really going to try to do this, like, that this dude is immortal and, like, like the the demons have protected him and all this shit. I was was like, I can't believe they're doing this right now. I was like, the last episode is going to be them going after him again because he's all immortal. Yeah, Yeah, he's immortal and... Apparently you can't kill him. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I thought the, uh, you know, the bondage sex club scene was pretty crazy that they had that in Banshee. But then to have now, uh, you know, zombies too was just going past the line of what Banshee can have in it. I'm yeah. sorry. Just a tad. So luckily, <laughs> luckily though, he did not open his eyes. Yeah. And we just get the end of the episode. So that is it. That is episode seven in a nutshell. And uh, it was a super, super solid episode. If we, you know, if I had to grade it, I'd give the tonight's episode definitely a solid A. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. We had several deaths in this one. We got the serial killer thing out the way. So now it makes me feel like, damn, where are we going in this last episode? Where you know, like, I mean, I saw a quick little preview and it just looks kind of balls to the wall action. You know, we're going to get obviously the wrap up of the, the brotherhood against Proctor and all this kind of stuff. So, uh, it's going to be interesting, man. We only got one episode left. Uh, well, you know what? I'm I, I remember you saying last week that if they do find that Leo character again and that story arc pops up, I really hope it's like a wham, bam, thank you, man kind of thing and they're yeah. done, over with, and gone. And I love that the Leo thing came, went, was awesome, and is over. Yeah. You know? And it frees up the last episode to get down to the real story, the real larger story arcs that are still left. And like you said, that's the Proctor um, <clears throat> uh, cartel thing. You got the Bunker Calvin thing. You got the Proctor Calvin thing. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's where does Hood go from here? I mean, I think this is where people are going to be saying goodbye to him. I think he's going to move on from Banshee. Um, maybe with Carrie. You know, I mean, Carrie, there was that point, too, where she told the shrink, like, I never stopped loving him. You know, and obviously she was talking about Hood. You know, yeah. like, like that's why she felt so guilty, you know, with, uh, you know, when she thinks of uh, what's-his-face. And, um, you know, it's because she never stopped loving Hood. So, I mean, we, we could see our Anastasia return and, and, and connect back with Hood and have them kind of ride off into the sunset. Who knows? You know, we'll see. I mean, Banshee is a very unique show, and, and we can't just assume that we're going to get just a ch- typical happy ending either. So, you I know, mean, we'll the see. happiest of happy endings would be Job driving the the uh, old 68 Mustang convertible, right? And Carrie and uh, Hood with them, and they're just heading west. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Wouldn't that be perfect? That would be really, really cool. It ain't going to uh, happen. <laughs> I probably don't not. But, but, I, but I can see Hood and Carrie kind of getting, you know, trying to make something work there at the end. So uh, we'll see. I mean, it, I think we're going to get some swerves. I think we're going to get some really crazy stuff. And uh, it's going to be super interesting uh, for next week for sure, man. I'm getting sad. We only got one episode left. <laughs> yeah, I one episode, but you know what, um, Banshee fans out there and everything, you know, it, it it sucks that a show comes to an end, they always got to, but you know how many shows I've invested in that they've canceled and you never got resolution on anything? No, that's true, I've been down that I, road many a times. I know, man, me too, I know. <laughs> so yeah, I, I'm happy that, yeah, I mean, they they knew they were, this was their last season, they wrote it as their last season, so we're, we're, we'll get a definite ending here, and that is exciting when it comes down to it, compared to uh, just getting the rug pulled out from under us, and, yeah. you know, have it be a season finale, and then all of a sudden during this downtime, they say, nope. <laughs> it's done and uh we never get a conclusion to some of the story arcs so we will get a full conclusion and i look very forward to our series finale next week so that will do it for us here tonight on this welcome to banshee episode of our season four episode seven after show for truths other than the ones you tell yourself um Please follow us on Twitter at Welcome to Banshee. It is the number two, so Welcome to Banshee. Uh, you can follow me at DX Don Mega, and you can follow links over there at LLNKZ. Uh, definitely oh, check yeah. us out on RedDragonsRadio.com. You can listen, of course, on iTunes and Stitcher as well. Um, we are all over the interwebs, so check that out and share and like and uh, tell all the other fanshees out there to uh, come peep out welcome to banshee so we'll be back next weekend for the series finale as we talked about so everybody have a good week out there and uh till next time y'all peace Red Dragons!